Oh. Oh, shoot. Love you guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, OKN. Justin Gazepis coming up on 7.06. It happens fast. Believe it or not, I was almost asleep 12 hours ago. Don't know what happened last night. I laid the head on the pillow pretty early. Pretty early last night. Had a, had a sick youngin. Just, just prop my head up. And all of a sudden, I don't even know if I saw 8 o'clock. It got really weird when I woke up at 2 a.m. Fully charged. Fully charged at 2 a.m. So if you're just now brewing the coffee, maybe scrambling some eggs, we've moved on to lunch. That's really going to throw the rest of the day off. Basically looking for a nightcap soon. It's just about time. Welcome in. Good morning, LKN. 844-STUDIO-4. Uh, Going to start off the show on a, on a somber note. Y- you ever done the cha-cha slide? Oh, yeah. I mean, what a hit. You, you go to a wedding, you want to get, you, you know, gram-gram moving? Cha-cha slide. Universal approach to getting people on the dance floor. Get out of your seats. Get on the dance floor. DJ Casper is who wrote that song. He died. 58 years old, no longer with us. Can you retire a song? Hmm. Should we? Retire as in never to play it again? I I don't want to say that. Like, that feels wrong, but like... I just can can you make a song just be there like nobody can touch it anymore like you can look at it you can't touch it no you cannot no you do, can't do, do that? that yeah okay people are gonna touch it they're gonna okay well maybe we play it to remember them is that the better approach like hey let's let's everyone bust out the phone at some point today and play the cha-cha slide cha-cha real smooth you can sing it it was it a singable song? Did you consider the chat like? Did, would you be like like? Yeah, you'd be dancing, you'd be moving, you'd be clapping to the left, to the right. Is it a karaoke song? Did you sing it whenever you? Did you have that at the wedding last weekend, Bill? Cha cha slide. Um, no, not that I. I did not hear it at the wedding. Okay, missed opportunity. Not gonna hate on the bride and the groom. Not gonna do that to them. No, but it is a clear layup there. Could have been the last wedding to play the cha-cha slide before he died. Very true. Very true. It it look, I I don't even it's it's almost a problem to analyze things like that. But after Krispy Kreme debacle, after John Elway, after Tony Bennett, it's all I can do now. So at least it's not something I missed. At least that one wasn't on my family. We'll put that toward your friend's family as far as missing that one there. Ouch. Going to have word of the day uh, coming up next. We also... Uh, Looking forward to it. We are. 
There, there was there was also an update. We had a chance to connect yesterday, uh, not on air, off air, with uh, Lakeisha Parks, who is the corporate communication director for Energy United. They are working hard to get power back on for everyone. They say that by the end of today, they expect everyone who is serviced by Energy United in this area to have their power back. A lot of damage as far as debris. There was a Mike Jackson had listed in the news yesterday. There's a church that a tree fell on the church. So uh, obviously hopes, prayers uh, out for the community, everyone um, who's out there um, dealing with, with what happens when the storm came through. Uh, I know Ben Daniels will be uh, on Radio Road today cleaning up the yard. That's what he said he, he's going to be doing today as part of his daily activities. Uh, he is our senior director of sensory, and so he is excited to uh, clean up a little bit in the yard. I said, wear your shorts today. He said, I wear shorts every day. And I've seen it. He wears shorts in the wintertime. Yeah, that's you, App, guys. It's definitely different coming from App. Mm-hmm. Definitely different coming from App because up there, like, cold is cold, but it's not cold until, like, it's cold and then you throw on 40-mile-an-hour winds into the mix. That's when it's cold. I remember sophomore year, I want to say it was, snow, wind, coming from Charlotte. I was like, shoot, we ain't got no school today. Woke up, school is on as scheduled. No, no breaks whatsoever. So I learned that lesson about the snow in that not every community in North Carolina is hindered by snow. Watauga County being one of those that, nah, we're just going to keep going. The one time we did have school canceled too because of an uh, egregious amount of snow was not until after spring break. Like it was one year that after spring break, we got so much snow and we had like a day off, like one day. Not normal to March be the time when you've got that snow just dropping from the sky. But it happened. I'm going to check in with Bill Russell uh, later on. He's Lake Norman Chamber president. He is also the host of Town Talk, the show that airs every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. He will be uh, dropping some knowledge for us, giving us an update on the small business community here in the Lake Norman area. A lot of businesses uh, flowing. A lot of businesses flowing. A little bit of drama going on. Uh, some of the planning boards, a couple of the projects coming through, decisions being made. A um, lot, lot of things moving. Bill, I see when I come down to Charlotte these ginormous cranes on the south side of the city. Can you see these big, tall skyscrapers from your apartment on the north side of the city? Um, I cannot. I am uh, blocked by a few buildings. Other large buildings. Other large buildings. Entities. Like, like trees. Are, do you consider yes. the buildings like trees down there? I do not. Do people? No. Because they're not. Because they are absolutely not trees. They don't cover you at all. Uh, no, they do provide a bit of shade depending on time of day, but. What's the rain scene like when if it rains in the city down there? I, I just I'm not accustomed to it here from the lake. So what what is that like? Like here normally I just go about my business, but does everyone carry an umbrella in the city? Ooh, um, you definitely have your umbrella crew. You got your your rain jacket people. That's kind of where I'm at with it. Um, do you have like a themed rain jacket, like like rubber ducky? No, you should. 
Need to get a WSIC rain jacket. That would be fresh. Uh, Emmy has a little rubber ducky one, and then Noah's got a shark one. And so I feel like I don't think there's any shame in an adult rocking a themed rain jacket. And so I figured I'd ask. You seem like, I don't know. Uh, if, let me guess. If you are an animal-themed raincoat. Orca. Orca? Orca. Going for it. Orca. I'm not mad at it. Free Willy, top-notch movie of all time. Great film. Um, yeah, orcas are climbing the ladder. They're up there, trending bullish in the direction of favorite animal. Did I ever tell you... Uh, I, I'm familiar with the story of Willy, by the way. His real name was Keiko. His real name was Keiko. Not William? Not William. They attempted to free him. They did attempt to free Keiko. They brought him out into the ocean. He proceeded to follow the boat back. Was homesick. And so they built him a pen in the middle of the ocean, I believe is the story. Institutionalized. He did, he did die, though. Okay. So two deaths in one segment. That's how it goes. Good morning, LKN. Good morning, LKN. Wednesday, 844-STUDIO-4. What's on your mind this morning? Love to chat with you. We made it to the middle of the week. I believe they call that hump day because you made it over the hump. And seeing as we're on our way toward lunch, we're basically already there to Friday. We're calling it. Thanks for joining. We appreciate you being here, my kids. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepa spills on the sticks. 718. Woke up this morning with like 80 text messages. Firestorms everywhere. Had like some somebody sending Pikachu memes in the middle of the night. Was that time you seen a Pikachu meme? Felt good though. Feels good to be talked, talked to, talked with. Better be talked with, right? You don't want to be talked to. You want to be talked with. Talk with people. We enjoy talking with people, not to people. It's always a good time. Bill, what's next? Oh, well, everybody's heard about the bird. It's time for the word of the day. What's the word? Cupidity. A noun. It's not quopidity? Cupidity. Okay, because I'm looking here. Uh, if you're on the uh, video stream, WSICnews.com or any of the social platforms, almost looks like a cupidity. Cupidity, as provided by dictionary.com. <laughs> cupidity. It is a noun. It is a so noun. it is a person, place, or a thing. And so, uh, can I have it in a sentence, please, sir? Cupidity. C-U-P-I-D-I-T-Y. Cupidity. In a sentence. Their cupidity for power blinded them to the needs of their constituents. Read that back one more time. Their cupidity for power blinded them to the needs of all their constituents. Their desire. They're... Uh, you're, that's pretty good. The CEO's cupidity 
led to unethical business practices. Oh, uh, desire. I, I'd go with desire on that. The the CEO's uh, dumbness. It's probably mm-hmm. farther away. We're actually spot on with desire. Did you know cupidity originally comes from the Latin word cupididas? I did not know that. You would know that, though, because you took Latin in high school. Yes. They called me foolish But study the dead language. Little did they know that we would be using it here today. Do you recall that word? Uh, you said cupididas? Cupididas. Do you remember that from Latin? No. <laughs> How many words from Latin do you remember? Uh, villa. What does villa mean? House. House. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like a villa. Like, yeah. hey, we're going to go to the villa. Cupidity. Cupidity. Okay. So, cupidity, the, uh, what was the definition again? <laughs> I haven't told you because you're going to guess, but you were right on it. Cupidity. The desire. I said the Noun, desire. It is eager or excessive desire, especially to possess something. Okay, so the excessive desire. That excessive it's it's desire, it's right? a little bit more, a little right. bit more than just and regular that's the desire. The thing about these word of the days, you know, it's going to be what you think plus right plus. There's an extra. Right. There's an extra. Correct. Word of the day. So, uh, my cupidity to enjoy some type of food from the town of Mooresville yesterday led me to this place called Sumo Rap Sumo Crunch hold on I'm going to have to look it up because it was a place called Sumo something yesterday uh anybody be- it's like out near the Mount Morn complex off 33 it was uh Sumo I'm going to have to look it up because um it was pretty good and I got there, and it had pimento cheese on this burger. Sumo Shack. Sumo Shack. Not to be uh, confused with Shake Shack, this one had a sumo wrestler on the logo. And so I went by there yesterday uh, on Medical Park Road in Mooresville. Like I said, it's right off exit 33. If you're familiar with where, like, Jeffries is on exit 33, it's just across the street on the other side of... Um, I believe it's Charlotte Highway. I'm really bad about the, the 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 names of streets and the numbers and highway numbers and all that kind of stuff. But right there on exit 33, I had an interesting story. So I went in and I talked. I said, oh, hey, are you the manager? I started talking to this lady there. She's very kind. Uh, and she starts telling me they have this new bar there that they just brought in. And they have like this setup that is from the mafia mob days of Al Capone, like literally was used as part of the mafia, some of their stuff that they have now in their restaurant. And so it's a new, new kind of aspect they're doing where, you know, people to come and hang out. So they have this bar set up. They have, the food was phenomenal. I mean, this burger, this burger was one of the top burgers I've had. I'm a, I'm, I'm pretty much a traditionalist when it comes to a burger. Give me cheese, lettuce, tomato, I'll decide on my condiments, but I will have some on there. But I went a little extra yesterday just to try it out. Pimento cheese and grilled onions. Yes, I'm a sucker for pimento cheese on a burger. It would, it, it's a different take, and I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't know if I'm going to go back to traditional now at this point. I'm a little confused. 
I'm trying to decide what I want to identify as right now. And so do I become, you know, a, a toppings king? I don't want to say queen. Do I, do I become that now that, that I've changed over? But this Sumo Shack burger was wow. Wow. And then uh, I was with Ben. Ben had a Philly. They had Phillies as well on the menu. Here, here's my problem, though. This is what happens to me when I go to a new spot. I kind of take the Guy Fieri approach where I want to try multiple things on the menu for the first time I go. So, so I got a hot dog, too. I got a hot dog as well. They put crushed up Fritos on the chili dog. Yes. Never yes. had that before. Yes. Wow. wow. Yeah. Chili, onion, Fritos, mustard. And the dog itself w was good. It was well, grande. You me fired up right now. Dude, I'm telling you, y'all need to go to Sumo Shack. You, you love a baseball game. <laughs> I can watch baseball. I can sit at a game because of the experience. I just don't believe in the athleticism of the players. Mm, okay. So, <laughs> but right. Sumo Shack, there's nothing but athletes that eat at Sumo Shack. Like, if you go there, you are considered an athlete. Because of what it takes to consume this food is you got to be athletic. You got to be able to handle yourself. And here's my other criteria of a burger. And maybe I'm getting too picky. The meat to bun ratio is very important to me. Mm. I don't like a burger that falls apart. Sure. But I also don't want to be overpowered with so much bread right. that I can't enjoy the meat. Most of the time when I go to a restaurant for the first time, I will try their burger as their fir the first thing I ever try. It's one of the things of if you're a chef and I order a medium burger, I will be able to judge your abilities as a chef based on your cooking style of a medium burger. Pink, not bloody. That's how I prefer my meat. And so this burger was cooked perfectly. The bun ratio had a nice crisp to the top and it didn't fall apart. The pimento cheese actually stayed on the patty. Oh, yeah. In addition to the grilled onions, didn't make much of a mess. One of my concerns with those type of outlandish burgers, while I'd love to have maybe, let's call it a fried egg on top of the burger, it just becomes too messy for me, but not hating on those that, that choose to you know observe. Uh, I just want to keep it clean and neat. Some way the pimento cheese stayed on the patty and underneath the bun. If I had to put a reason why, the most likely would be because of the rate at which I consumed it. Mm. The taste was there. The meat was to perfection. So Sumo Shack, you got to go try it. You, you need to go try Sumo Shack at some point. And it really worked out nicely for me. It was kind of a forced decision. Originally, I was looking at Barcelona. In downtown Mooresville. Okay. But downtown Mooresville had no power yesterday. Ah. And so Megan Suber, who was here, uh, she's the director of communications and marketing for the town of Mooresville. Uh, she co-hosts a show, um, Hometown Hour, each week, which airs on Tuesdays from 11 to 12 here. And I had said to her, I said, hey, I'm thinking about going to Barcelona. What's your take? She said, yeah, it's good. But I don't think anybody's got any power in downtown Mooresville. So thankfully, we had the director of communications in Mooresville here to help guide me because mm. I just would have showed up there and I would have probably been discouraged. She had a great show yesterday. Had Marissa Houston on, Stormwater uh, project manager. Supervisor. 
Yes. Stormwater. Manager, overarching in the hierarchical change. Stormwater program manager. Yeah. Stormwater is a big conversation for development. It's also just like a quality of life perspective, something that we just in our daily lives, you know, we don't think about water quality and what goes into our storm drains a lot. It's got to be. It's important. It is very important. We used to have to do erosion at my old job. And, um, do you miss that? Um, do you miss being outside all the time? Sometimes maybe just being outside. Sure. Uh, but as far as what I'm doing now versus then, uh, this is... And ero- you can tell the truth. You don't have to like make it like oh, a I thing. Oh, I know. Like, I know. Like this, a, is, uh, this is... We don't shy away from it around a here. A little bit more fun. I, I like going home kind of clean. <laughs> not, not having to like shower immediately right. upon arrival. Right. Um, but you know who has been having to shower when they get home at night are these are these ener- these utility workers that have been out there grinding, right? It's getting grind power back. Right. Magic does not exist. It is somebody with boots on getting it done for you. Yeah. If you think that it's just magic and when you flip that switch, you're sadly mistaken. So we are grateful for all the utility workers that have been working very hard. We know that they are. Uh, good morning, LKN. Working on getting a couple of people on the show today. Some schedule might be moving around. Want to hear from Apache Solutions? Responsibly Armed Citizens. They host their show Saturdays at 1 o'clock. Coming right back. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepis, Bill's on the Stick, 734. There's a new scam happening. Well, it's not really new, but man, if it's not one you really need to think about, QR codes. So I guess if you go, you go to a parking lot and they have the parking meters and one of, one of the ways to pay is by scanning a QR code and it takes you to the website where you can submit your payment information, claim your spot, relieve yourself of the worry of being towed, And so there's a scam happening, though, where people are putting QR code stickers onto the existing QR code on the parking meter. People are then scanning it, taking them to a fraudulent website with two results. One... Your bank account's gone. That's that's the bad news. Here's the double bad news. You're not actually paying for your parking. And so, quite possibly, your car will get towed. That That's a pretty uh, common scenario where somebody could easily get scammed. Easy. Think, think of all the parking lots with the parking meters in this way of paying via QR code. How do you even police that? That's I, tough. I, it's something to be vigilant on. I, I, I hesitate. Like some of the parking places have like the app you can download. So, so most of the time I wouldn't do the QR code. I would choose the app. The app, yes. The app is frustrating though. Like if you don't have it on your phone and you're kind of like in a rush and you got to download the app, you got to create an account, you got to submit your payment information. So there are multiple steps to it. I remember the good old days when there was a parking attendant and you just paid them. Mm. 
or you it, you almost feel weird though like even like if it's a place you've been to 20 30 times you live in a town I never like being like the person going up to the little pay box and trying to do the pay and Demi's like is it working are they taking your are they taking our card you get all the way up there and you got to go back cuz you you don't know your license plate yeah. number it's just a tough look yeah which which spot are we at in again babe which spot are we in 47 oh 48 40 well i just paid for 47 should i do you think they'll be okay and that's that's usually the common scenario with the little pay box and, for me. And then the line stacks up behind you a little bit, you know. You got awkward. It, it gets from awkward. Two people to three people. You, you hear the little chuckle, <laughs> newbie. Noob. Not not from around here, are you? This is big. I, for one, will be vigilant in my duties. So so somebody discovered it by by peeling like the label back. They noticed like, hey, this something's just not right about this kind of sticker. This QR code is crooked. It's a little loose. It's a little loose. They proceeded to peel it back, finding the original QR code Only behind the to sticker. Reveal the true QR code. Wow. It I, and that's again, you talk about and someone is coming and putting the sticker on. So now we're beyond the internet of people just sending you phishing attacks, people just trying to scam you over the phone with text messages. People have now technologically infiltrated the local market. And it's such a great time to get you to because you, you do all that hunting to find your, your spot for you and you know whoever you're with, your family. Which is stressful as it is. Oh, it's a victory when you find it. You're you, you've got a euphoric sense of being in that moment. Correct. So you're already, you know, blinded by the anxiety and the, you know, overcoming of finding an actual spot. Mm. I feel like that uh that girl who went viral on the plane, that QR code's not real. Right. That QR code's not real. Did we ever find out if that was like a real situation or not? Because she was like talking about like the dude's eyes were blinking sideways or something like mm -hmm. that, I think, at one point. Yeah, no. I have not heard any follow-up on that. I haven't either. Supposedly, like, she was labeled as a racist for a couple of days. I don't know what, like, sideways, like, blinking eye, sideways eyes have to do with racism, but that's what people were saying. And what that has to do with the QR code, I'm still trying to equate. But the QR code scenario, back to reality, is definitely something. I, I'm going to hesitate. I, I might have to go and just deal with the awkwardness of being in the line for the little pay station. Because how? And, and you remember, too, like at one point, and I don't know if they've changed out all the pay stations, but they had like each individual parking spot had a slot where you could like fold up your money and put it into the slot. You remember that? And and so I, I, I might have to go back to that old school approach. Or maybe I just don't drive. Like, is this a point where like, hey, just Uber or get a Lyft or something if you're going to go somewhere like that? My problem with doing that is the exit. I like to be in control of my exit and be able to leave if I wanted to early um, but also not have to leave if I don't want to because I don't have to rely on somebody else, right? I can just I can just get in my car and go. So, but from a payment perspective, if you're if you're going out this weekend, going out today, because here's the thing, it can happen at lunch. You could be going to lunch. 
Oh, let me go to my normal to my normal lot. Here's the QR code. I'm going to scan it. I'm going to pay. Site looks a little different. Maybe they updated. No big deal. Normal situation. How often are you verifying, you know, the website's the same? Oh, they've, they've improved. And then all of a sudden, bam. You go to swipe that card, then at lunch, we're sorry, your card has been declined. What do you mean my card's been declined? Well, the credit card company has said, you have no money. Maxed out. Did you pay $10,000 to park here? Did, somebody did. And then imagine that dispute time with Visa. You're going to spend that time with Visa on the phone? Imagine explaining that. See, what had happened was there was this QR code, and I scanned it, and then all of a sudden my money's gone. Yeah, and now you're talking about taking up my time. Right. And time is my ultimate currency. That's it. That, well, that's everyone's currency. Right. Because I mean, we all only have 24 hours in a day. Don't be messing with my time. Look, so that's just one of the many scams out there. Did you ever get hit with the Barbie scam since we talked about it? No, I have not. Uh, nope. <laughs> I, I, I Absolutely assu- not. I assume that since we talked about it, you know, like when you're sitting around in the living room and you're talking about something with your friends, then all of a sudden you get the email with it like, hey, buy 15 products that are related to that topic you were just discussing. I would not listening. I, I would have thought that uh, uh, I would have thought you would have got hit with the Barbie scam after we talked about it. No, thankfully, I just listened to this uh, radio station and I was warned, been warning everyone. Stopping them in the streets. (laughs) Did you do a random selfie with them while you warned them? No, there's too much news, and then there's someone else I got to let know. Right. Now now it's QR codes. Now, what? and how do you tell the masses about the QR codes game? Because there's no way. Somebody's getting hit with it today. Somebody is. And then you feel bad because it's like, I could have warned them. I could have warned them. I'm going to make my own QR code that will take you to a website informing you about fake QR codes. So just start slapping stickers on all the existing QR codes. Don't Correct. trust QR codes. Correct. Like, you should have known better. Sure. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a good scam, but it is a bad, bad scam. It's, it's, too, it's too close to the chest, I think. Right. To the vest. Should I say vest or chest? The vest chest? Yes. Something like that. Yes. The Barbie one, though, I, I figured out how to how to block that. I just put Barbie in my uh, blocked the word Barbie in all of my email, so I never have to worry about it ever. Well, I'm about to put that to the test. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if the if it makes it through. It might make it through. It probably won't. I don't know. Coming up, we're gonna hear from Bill Russell in the eight o'clock hour. If you're if you're with us and. Uh, He's, he's got some things going on in the local community. We're excited. We've got an event coming up with the Lake Norman Chamber on Friday. We'll tell you a little bit more about that. Um, and then we're going to have national holidays. Yesterday was a big one. International Cat Day took the world by storm. People posting their cats left and right. Also, people posting sharks. I didn't expect that yesterday. Did you see what Richard Shannon posted online? He posted about this shark that... Someone AI'd, I guess, and it, but it had everybody going nuts. So check it out, WSIC News. Uh, check it out on the Facebook. I think is where Richard posted it. It, it. This thing, if you saw this thing in the water, you would never find me at the beach again. I'm not. I'm not even talking about. Hey, we're going to the beach. You don't even have to go in the water. Nope. 
I don't want to be associated with a town that has a beach. That's how mondo this shark is. And so AI is the other scam, right? We're seeing that left and right every day. You're trying, to, you're trying to disrupt town tourism right now with these shark AI photos. Messing me up. I already don't do well with the sand and the salt water. So now all of a sudden I got to worry about the megalodons just scooping people right on the beach. Jason Statham better come in and save the day because I'm about sick of it. I can't do it anymore. Good morning, LKN. 844-STUDIO-4. We'll be back, my kid. Good morning, LKN. Justin Gazeva, 748. Making your way into work. 8 o'clock is uh, quickly approaching. National holidays. Yesterday was a big day with the uh, International Cat Day. There's a few big ones today, though. There's definitely a few big ones today. Um, I had them. Uh, National Rice Pudding Day. National Rice Pudding Day. You a big rice pudding guy? Yeah, I'm a fan. You eat rice pudding? Not really. I was going to say, I, I couldn't tell you the last time I had rice pudding. Is that like tapioca? Is tapioca rice pudding? I'm not sure at all. I think, I think tapioca is a form of rice pudding. Maybe. I, I don't know. National Book Lovers Day. Shout out to all the uh, bookworms out there. Demi's a big reader. My mom's a big reader. You do any reading? I'm more of a movie guy. More of a movie guy. That's uh, usually how I play the game. I say, when's the movie coming out? I don't right. know. I, look, and I'm not disparaging reading. Look, there's all, he's not for education. He's not for education. That's not true. I think kids should learn how to read. Everybody needs to know how to read. I read a lot of things in a day. I read a lot of articles. I read a lot of emails. I read a lot of text on the screen. I'm just not much for the novels. It's hard for me, like, if someone's going to tell a fictitious story, I would rather watch it. There's just something, my brain doesn't make the connection. That's the problem with youth today. No, I don't think it's that. I think we just all learn differently. I've never been able to retain, like, book knowledge like that. Random facts. See, but what I attribute that to is watching Cash Cab. You just get a random trivia question from Cash Cab, and you can just watch it. And then you, you memorize it. Then you memorize it. And that's how I do it. And then I say it 15 times. And that's usually, that's usually the best way for me to learn. So, But for all the bookworms out there, more power to you. Lead, lead the charge. I'm reading a book. What book are you reading? It's about... Uh... It's about FDR. Are you really? Yeah. Asked for a book for uh, my birthday, which was in January. Still working through it. It's about the depression, so it's kind of a. I'm depressed right now. It's taken you since January to get through this book. Uh, yeah, man. It's just not uh, you know, it's not very. No, but you know what? Don't let me hate on that. You, 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 you wanted to do it, and you're doing it. We're going to the pace. Oh yeah, you're not going to steal my joy. What what time frame? Like, is it is it his like a biography? Is it about like a particular? Um, Yeah, it just kind of hits on his time during. During the Depression. Did he ghostwrite it? Um, no, he had to work with a lot of people, get a lot of things done, a lot of conflicting uh, 
ideologies going on at that time and uh, just being a good leader. What's the name of the book? Um, I actually got to get back to you on that. <laughs> I think it's like, uh, I don't know, it's like his name, then the years it's about. Bill's reading a book about FDR, no idea which book it is, can't say whether or not it's fictitious or non-fictitious. Uh, oh, it's, it, it is non-fantasy. <laughs> okay, it's, it's direct. Yeah, it's pure, dry, as plain cut as it was. Okay. Co-working day. Go and work at a co-working space. Remember, co out. remember co-working spaces when that was all the rage pre-COVID? We work. We work. Oh, that documentary will get you. That's a good one to watch. That's on Apple TV Plus. That that story. Uh, pretty well. I don't know how much of it's fiction or not. That's the other side of movies that like you know because Hollywood's got to add in their take on things, and so you have to you have to be careful when you see the based on a true story. You know, like like. I think they put that at the front of Fast and the Furious, didn't they? Based on a true story. Loosely based on a true story. I mean, you could say it is. You don't think that there, there's ever been an undercover FBI officer who's infiltrated the street racing gang? Come on. Movies are based on some real-life story in some way, shape, or form. I doubt there's very many scenarios short of like a Tom Cruise alien flick that you can you can say hey, we made this up 100%. Like, pretty much alien space movies are the only things that you're, like, really making up. There's been enough people on the planet that we can create a love story, and they've experienced it. So. Hold Hands Day. You gonna hold Nat's hand at some point today? You, got, you guys big hand holders? Oh, yeah. Yeah? You guys, like, walk through the city and hold hands? Indeed. Demi, uh, in the beginning of the relationship, she wanted to hold hands a lot. And I wasn't about that life. It's not that I didn't like her. I did. I just sweat a lot. And, like, the, the clasping of hands kind of, like, felt confining to me. Like, I'm a little claustrophobic. I would rather not hold hands. It really upset her in the beginning. Now, like, now I just grab her hand and I hold it real tight and I start swinging my arm. Hey, babe, we're holding hands. And so now she doesn't want to hold my hand because she says I just make a mockery of it. But I'm going to see if I can hold her hand today. I'm going to try to hold my wife's hand at some point. International Day of the World's Indigenous People. Celebrating the Indigenous People. So something pretty cool, uh, Demi is actually a registered Choctaw. She is of the bloodline. Noah and Emmy also registered Choctaw of the bloodline. You would not know that looking at them. But documented proof, they hold a card. We get an annual Christmas card and ornament, official Choctaw. They are, uh, the, I believe they are the last of, as far as percentage in the bloodline of dilution to be able to register to be a Choctaw, but they are registered. And you better believe on every application, I'm checking Native American. Checking it. Gonna ride that one out. Say what you want. I didn't create the system. I didn't make the system, but if they're going to quantify everybody based on race, I'm going to check 
I'm going to check Native American because they're registered. At what point is it not okay? My kids are registered. They are in the Choctaw database. They can go to the reservation and get free health care right now. I'm going to check that box. I'm going to give my kid every opportunity to rise to the top. I'm going to play the game the way that these crazy people in Washington are making the game. And I'm going to ride it to the top. You should do the same. Same thing with the IRS. People that want to hate. Well, how do all these companies not have to pay tax? Well, they pay tax. Let's, let's be clear. They pay tax. But they're playing a game. It's all a game. It's about education. Learn how to play the game. That's what you got to do. National Psychiatric Technician Appreciation Day. You got any in the family, Bill? Not that I'm aware of. I think sometimes I'm a psychiatric technician. Oh, boy. National Rebecca Day. Shout out to Rebecca. If you've got a Rebecca in your life, you better celebrate her today. Big ups to Becky. Is Becky Rebecca? Didn't we have? Oh, we, yeah. We had the same, you know, tit for tat on Michael and Mike. Rebecca. But if her name is Becky on the birth certificate, do you put Becky into the same class as Rebecca? No. There you go. I mentioned National Rice Pudding Day. The rice pudding picture I'm looking at does not look like a dessert. It looks more like a soup. Are there variations of rice pudding, like in thickness? Like, have you ever had like a, like a, like a thin rice pudding? I don't know if you can, because pudding to me is like, there's like, when you think of pudding, I don't think of variations of consistency. The thickness, just one. Pudding is one consistency. So, National Women's Day. Shout out to all the women. This seems like a big one that we should be celebrating more. Like, we should be like National Women's Day. There should be like a bunch of things going on for National Women's Day. Maybe there are. Anything in Charlotte that you know for National Women's Day, Bill? Uh, no, but I will be observing the holiday. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I'm excited for... Let's see. There's some birthdays going on here, too. Sam Elliott? You know who Sam Elliott is? He's like the... He's like a... Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, a, he's an actor, and he's like a, the country... He's a country... That's a man. Yeah, he, he's, he's, uh, he plays those kind of draw, long draw roles where he's the wise guy. It's his birthday day. I expect he'll be calling into the home ad show. Also, um, shout out Whitney Houston. Her birthday today. Today would have been her birthday. So, Whitney Houston. That's national holidays. And there's a few going on. So, plenty to observe. You can't say you got nothing to observe today. There's even some more on here on this list, some of which I don't even know how to pronounce, which is, so I don't, I don't mean it as, a, as an offense, like, oh, Justin's not recognizing all the holidays. Some of these, like, I don't even know what to call them. And how do you celebrate some of these things? Does it reach a point like we're celebrating too much? Can you celebrate too much? Can you, can you, can you, can you, you know, have too much celebration for something in particular? Or too many things? Like I think back to The Office. You ever watch The Office, the show? Of course. Like how they have like every, they celebrate everybody's birthday. You know what I mean? And so, like, if you start doing, like, hey, we're going to celebrate every national holiday every day, you would get no work done based on the number of holidays that are here. Maybe that is your work. What if we created the national holiday company? 
where we just get to celebrate all the national things. No? I'm with it. I'm there. Someone's there. Okay. Good morning, LKN. We're going to hear from Tim Kelly of Apache Solutions, I've been told. We're going to hear from him. We're going to get an update what's been going on. Uh, Responsibly Armed Citizen is the show that he and Frank Horvath host every Saturday at 1 o'clock. Tim is a firearms instructor, safety extraordinaire, uh, really enjoying the content they're putting out. And I enjoy talking with him and getting some more knowledge. Good morning, LKN844 Studio 4. Got some news for you. And then we're coming back. Good morning, LKN. Justin Gazepis. Bill's on the sticks. 805 heading 806. A little news there. I saw that yesterday. The. Uh, Noise ordinance adjustment in Cornelius. I guess there was an industrial park. Had workers out at 2 a.m. Bill, you bet you you were in the con- the construction game, the commercial construction game prior to this. You you uh you watched concrete dry. Is it an early game? Like what's that like? Yeah, there are definitely some early days, without a doubt. 2 a.m. though? 2 a.m. I've definitely been out there at 2 a.m. It is a little strange that they didn't get uh, any prior approval. Like, like, what do you mean approval? Like, if there's no rule, like, what approval do they need? You got to let somebody know. You got to let the people know. Like, you're about to be up at 2 a.m. Do you go, did they send you around, like, knocking on doors? No, no, no. That's, that was not any of my, under my umbrella. No. Not in my scope. No. So, so they, they made they adjusted the rules in Cornelius now, if, even for industrial to be included, where that was, that was the loophole, is that, you know, residential and I think other particular types of commercial were wrapped under this rule of noise ordinances. Industrial was an exception. It just wasn't listed. I wonder if the developer was trying to, like, get one over on people. Like, no, 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 we looked at the rules. We looked at the rules. We can be here at 2 a.m. Or was it more of just like, let them work, let them live? Maybe that's more of what the scenario that that was existing. I don't know. There was a point where there was no noise ordinance rules. What did they do back then? Like just let people be? Just, Just enough people, just, yeah, just let them do whatever they want. So more rules. More rules is what we're getting every day. Every day. You know, I actually saw something. um, You know, if you think about the kind of, I'm going to use this word lately, freedoms that we had back in, you know, 2000s. You know, if you can picture that where people are, um, you know, smoking in restaurants, you know, getting into a flight all, you know, quickly and everything. And now, um, obviously, there are regulations in place. I think regulations are obviously important. Sure. Right. But, uh, you know, you just wonder what kind of things we're going to be allowed to do 20 years from now. Well, we're going to see what people think about it because uh, the phones are starting to ring. We'll see if it's if it's a reasonable thought. We'll see maybe if we'll get 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 the caller on the air. Uh, it, yeah, it's it's one of the uh, it's one of the topics of you know, hey, we want some reasonableness, and if, in a highly residential area, right? And that and that's really what it came down comes down to is. These high residential areas where people are trying to sleep at two in the morning and you got the jackhammer going. I wouldn't be happy. 
I, I, I wouldn't be happy. So I, I can't be upset. There's certainly benefit to preventing preventing uh, uh, people from, from, you know, doing what they want. But it is a question of freedom. I think that's always the foundational piece. One of the freedoms that we have as Americans is the Second Amendment. The right to bear arms. And the right to defend ourselves. But, but just having a firearm isn't really what it's about. It's about being safe. It's about protecting yourself. And it's about being aware. And so somebody who is very well versed in those components, those concepts, is Tim Kelly. Tim's joining us now on the phone. Tim um, is the founder, co-founder of Apache Solutions. Um, they're out of Yadkinville Firearms Training. Tim also is co-host of the show Responsibly Armed Citizen that airs every Saturday here on WSIC from 1 to 2 o'clock. Tim, how are we doing today? Good, man. How are you? Doing well, sir. I appreciate the uh, the phone call in. Uh, wanted to check in with you. You guys have been doing your show now for a few weeks you, you previous to doing the show, not a big behind the microphone guy. How you feeling now a few weeks in? <laughs> I'm enjoying, man. I, I really am. I'm, I'm enjoying the process. And, um, you know, Frank's kind of toured me around and, and um, showed me how everything works. And it's, it's just been really interesting, man. Uh, definitely outside of my box. Well, you've been doing a great job at it. I appreciate you guys always focus the show around a particular concept, and that's safety. Yes, you guys handle firearms. Yes, you guys are very well versed in the use of firearms. But your main point of the content and of what the mission is of Apache Solution is preparedness of safety. With the people that come to Apache Solutions and want training, on a scale of one to 10, how prepared for safety are people when they first come to you? I mean, uh, prepared for safety? Uh, I'd say the average student's probably, I, I would say six or seven, as in like they're capable, um, but there's still a lot of um, kinks in the hose, so to speak, a lot of stuff that could, that could cause problems later on in the future. And that, that's stuff that we, we like to address before they end up putting a hole in themselves or someone else. What you guys equate, what you do at Apache Solutions to is like a personal trainer. But in this particular instance, it's about firearm safety training and many other aspects. Like, give me an example beyond firearm safety that from, from a perspective that you guys will train somebody on. Beyond that, um, well, we, we do a lot of um, like home security console type things. Uh, where, you know, folks are looking for just some um, tips and tricks on how to, to better secure their home, how to better put, you know, preventative measures in place to keep somebody from breaking in or at least stall them for an amount of time so that they can access a firearm to protect themselves, um, that, that type of thing. Also medical stuff. One of, the, one of the conversations that you and I had and Frank had together was, okay, what's more common? You know, you're going to run up on a scenario where you got to use a firearm or you're going to run up on, let's say, a car accident where somebody is hurt. I got to say thank you to Apache Solutions. You and Frank, you taught me and Bill how to use a tourniquet. So now, now I keep a tourniquet on me at all times because you never know when someone's going to need it. And so I want to say thank you. Yeah, man, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm tickled to death to hear that, man. That's awesome. 
I'm, I'm glad you guys are carrying a tourniquet now. Um, yeah, that's that's one of the things that we we try to um, we try to start students out with in the beginning of our our uh, responsibly armed citizen criterion, um, the whole private session program. Um, we try to start them out early in, in teaching them some some basic trauma um, medical stuff. Uh, for, for instance, using a tourniquet or pressure bandages um, and, and that sort of thing, and just try to get them pushed down that road. I'm not an EMT or anything like that, but I've got a lot of friends that uh, that do this stuff for a you know for a living, so we can point them in the right direction there. So yeah, man, I'm I'm, I'm really glad to hear you're carrying a tourniquet. In addition to to the training, look, shooting guns is just fun. Some people may not think it's fun. I think it's fun. There's a lot of people that think it's just fun. Like, there's a sport to it. Be honest, between me and you, Tim, between you and Frank, who's the better shooter? Oh, I'm a better shooter all day long. I'm just, you know, hands down. <laughs> it, what's like, what's like the, what's the scope of it? Like, is it long distance? Is it, is it just like a, you know, is it just the, the handgun, rifle? Like, where would you say you oh, excel? He's got me on revolvers all day. He's got me on revolvers all day. Um, if we're talking about handguns and that type of thing, um, and he brought out a wheel gun, he would he would smoke me like a cheap cigar. But a uh, a semi-automatic handgun, I think I've got him down. Rifles, I don't think I think we're kind of uh, I, I, I don't I don't know. That would be interesting. Well, that, that sounds like some new content we might be making. Talking with Tim Kelly of Apache Solutions, co-founder, ApacheNC.com. Check them out. They're out of Yadkinville. Custom custom training. That's basically what you can get with them, ApacheNC.com. Tim, thank you for your time. You're listening to Good Morning LKN 844-STUDIO-4. Coming back. Good Morning LKN. Justin Kazepis, 818, you're on your way in, take it slow, enjoy the ride. What I hope you don't experience is a bunch of noise, just a bunch of noise driving in. Is noise allowed, Bill Russell, is noise allowed now that it's 818 or is it still too early? No, I think noise is allowed now. <laughs> what, what's going on? Who's causing all this drama in Cornelius with noise ordinances and stuff? What's the deal, man? People are trying to sleep at 2 in the morning. <laughs> I actually wasn't aware. What is this, uh, another complaint about one of our uh, entertainment establishments? No, it actually is, uh, I think, an industrial park uh, down Bailey Road in Cornelius. Uh, somebody was complaining that they had workers out there at like 2 a.m., so now the board rolled in industrial into the noise ordinance rules. And so now, what happened to let them work, let them live, Bill? What happened to it? You know, I haven't, I haven't heard. You're, you're tell, I need to listen to WSIC even more than I do, don't I? You might, but you, I'm not, I can't, I can't shade him. It, I, you really got to give credit to uh, Dave Yoakum over at Cornelius today. I think he's the one who really broke, busted open the story for us. So uh, we'll, we'll say thanks to Dave Yoakum over there as well. Yeah, I know you're an avid reader of Cornelius today. How'd you miss that? I don't know. I, I, I really hadn't seen this about the noise ordinance. So I, I need to go back and look at that. I've, I guess I've been focused on too many other things. Yesterday we were working to put together the candidate forums. And uh, I will be sharing information with you on that and at a later date. But uh, we, we booked that down and 
sent notice out to all the candidates to save the date for two forums that we'll have in Huntersville and one forum in Cornelius. Given the sheer number of candidates we have in Huntersville, we're not going to be able to do that in one night. I, I was I had an idea the other day um, for for Huntersville in particular because there's what like 26 people that are running down there in Huntersville. I think we do like American Ninja Warrior style, and whoever like is in the top five, <laughs> they can just have it because because how many of them actually know what they're doing? I don't know if we'll really be able to tell given just the sheer number of people in this election. So why not make it interesting? Well, we, we I, I met one of the candidates who is a uh, retired Air Force uh, veteran, so he he might be he might he might be my go-to uh, guy. Maybe I put the money on him. Team Team Red, Team Red. There you go. So what what are you thinking then? As you talk to these candidates, and you don't, and obviously you'll have some information about the candidate forum coming out. But w- what's your take thus far on the candidates you have spoken with, with the people that are running? Do you think everyone is doing it for the right reasons? Um, I, I'm very, I've been very impressed speaking to the individuals that I've, I've spoken to thus far, and I'm, I'm continuing to, you know, one of the things that I, I know many of them, and those that I don't know, I try to see if I can uh, meet with them to share some of the perspectives from the business community. But uh, it, it's, a, it's a very knowledgeable group of people, and um, certainly, as Jeff Tart said on the day that we hosted Good Morning Lake Norman, uh, you you have people from various perspectives. We all have solutions. It may not be the same solution, but we always want, we all want what's best for our community. What do you think it will take uh, to, to move past some of our differences in the area? Like, like, can we? Well, I think we have to appreciate the differences we have in each other. I mean, we we all have different perspectives. We're not going to come to the same conclusions. So we, we have to be understanding. And I think that's the problem we're having right now is, is if people don't think like we do, then they're just wrong. And, and you're, you're seeing such um, acrimony uh, out there. And, and we're, we're diverse country we're a diverse region we're a diverse community and we need to appreciate uh those strengths that we have in common and the differences that we have you you appreciate those you you lost me at acrimony can you define that for me sir (laughs) there's a lot of tension there's a lot of bitterness and anger uh in in some quarters Uh, anyway no that's good uh, one of the things the chamber does, that which I be. think I think is really cool, is you guys host like a political candidate, almost training. Like, and, and it's not to pick a side; it's in the sense of, hey, if if you want to throw your hat in the ring for a to run for a seat for an office, you guys offer the opportunity for people to kind of learn what the role is really like. Because many people at the local level, right? Like they're just, they're just regular folk. They're just normal people working or living and they want to make a difference. So can you tell us a little bit about that candidate training that you guys offer yearly? Uh, yeah, we do it every other year. And it's the Academy of, of, of um, Political, in- it's the Lake Norman Institute of Academy. <laughs> can you say that, Justin? I, I can't. The Lake Norman Institute of Political Leadership. And uh, what we do is over over three weekends, we talk about the tools that they'll need to to run for office, make them aware of some of the filing uh, deadlines and some of the requirements, uh, 
share with them how to raise money because you can't just jump in without spending any money. You're going to have to raise money to, to mount an effective campaign. We want them to be prepared. And there are many people who go through the program and see what it's going to take and decide, hey, this may not be the right time for me. Well, we want you to decide if, if that's the right time for you before you jump in. Because how often do you see there's 17 candidates running, but then you get ready to vote and three of them or two of them have changed their mind and they're still on the ballot. And so what we, we want to make sure that those who are looking to run for office in a local county state type of capacity has the tools and awareness of what they're getting into. Are they partisan elections at the local level? Like, can you be Republican or Democrat? How's that work? Well, our races here in Cornelius Davis and Huntersville are uh, nonpartisan. However, people who are running for those positions, they are probably registered one way or the other as a Democrat, Republican, unaffiliated. They could be, uh, they might be independent, they might be libertarian, so they could be in any, any party, but the race itself uh, is a nonpartisan race. But, but to say that, say it's going to be nonpartisan is, is being naive, because there are going to be people that approach it um, from a political perspective. But the bottom line, a, a town commissioner, they're not going to get into a lot of social issues. They're going to be talking about land uh, rezonings and, and land use and budget matters. So they're going to be looking at real estate and fiscal responsibility. Those are the two things that, that commissioners are really focused on. And I do think our area, in particular around Lake Norman, very conscious of fiscal responsibility. The vast majority of people want to understand what the dollars are being spent on one of the things we're trying to do here is provide kind of that access to, because, you know, most people aren't going to these town meetings, right? You're not going to the planning board. You're not going to the com town commissioner meetings. And you're not listening to these budgets or reviewing the reports and all that kind of stuff. So from your perspective of the different budgets, do you think, like, what's the hardest topic right now at the local level as it relates to budgets in these municipalities? Well, certainly trying to stretch those dollars. Uh, to, to, to do all of the services the town requires. And I think one of the things they probably struggle with most is, is uh, the fire department, which has largely been a volunteer service and something that you absolutely is critical, you absolutely need for a community. And it's been largely on the backs of volunteers. And so that has been something that all of our towns have wrestled with is, is their fire departments. The other conversation I, I, I hear, um, obviously, is schools, and so you're you're in on the school situation. You're aware. You stay. You're a big proponent of making sure that the northern, you know, region of Mecklenburg County, in particular, gets resources that it needs. It's it's beyond wants at this point, and it is a need. How are you guys feeling as you start to review the bond package that's been put together by CMS officials? Well, you're, you're exactly right. We're always playing catch-up, and, and, and you've heard at the last Business Today uh, breakfast that they had when, when Jake Palillo was talking that we are a state which <laughs> we build the roads after we, we plan for the communities. We, we build the schools after we populate the neighborhoods, and so we're always playing catch-up, and, and, and particularly here in North Mecklenburg, it seems like we're always in the shadows of Charlotte where we are, we're getting the last of the revenue and support that we need. And so 
um, we have to work that much harder. So I, we've got a school bond coming up. It's a huge school bond. Um, there are improvements, uh, a new high school, a North Mecklenburg High School, a new Cornelius Elementary School, which is really needed, some improvements to Huntersville. Um, we're going to be hearing more about that at a special Focus Friday that we do where we'll, we'll go over specifically what has been planned for North Mecklenburg. And then, again, those school board officials um, or administrators will come up and, and speak to our board, go over it to whether or not to see whether or not the Chamber of Commerce gets involved and, and weighs in on it, which I suspect we will um, because public education is extremely important. The good thing, though, Justin, is North Mecklenburg, we, we have a lot of choice. You have the choice of sending your, your child to a public school. You have the choice of whether or not to get them involved in a charter school or there are private schools. And we have some of the, the best charter schools and private schools in the country right here, as well as you know, a preeminent school system with Charlotte Mecklenburg Schools. Bill Russell, president of the Lake Norman Chamber of Commerce, also host of Town Talk that airs every Wednesday. So today from 4 to 5 p.m. Uh, Bill, you got about 30 seconds. What you got on tap for today? We're going to be talking about a new early school for Cornelius and a new high school in Huntersville that are both private. Okay, there we go. New schools. New school, school year's upon us. Demi has already started with teacher work days at Lake Norman Charter, and uh, the other schools are following suit. Statesville, we hear, is already rolling off Iredell Statesville schools. So schools, very important topic. Bill, we appreciate you. Um, looking forward to your show today at 4 o'clock. Good morning, LKN844 Studio 4. Craziest news story I've ever seen coming up next. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepis, Bills on the Sticks, 834. For our digital fam, we love you. Every single one of you. We love you. It's a Small Business Wednesday. So if you got a small business you want to shout out, go on to the WSIC News Facebook page. Richard Shannon, our digital community manager, posted, as he does every Wednesday. It's Small Business Wednesday. Tag them. Give them some love. Get on the Facebooks on the book tag a business tell the community about it we're all about finding that new hot spot we want to know every small business that is in this local community across the entire lake norman area every single community has great businesses tag them shout them out say what you love about them i might have to go on there and tag sumo shack because that burger was fire yesterday I want to know. I still am waiting on nobody. Nobody told me the best custard spot. That was also yesterday, the other national holiday yesterday. Didn't didn't find somebody tag a custard place on there. I'll go there today. I'm not afraid. I will eat custard in the middle of the day, and then I'll take a nap. Not afraid to do it. So we we talked about weather a little bit earlier, Bill. We were talking about the city. You know, do people carry uh, umbrellas? But now, now there's just stuff happening crazy, crazy in the weather. So this woman, Peggy, she's in Texas. She's mowing her lawn on her tractor. She's using a tractor so you know she's got a big lawn. All of a sudden, falling from the sky, a snake. Just lands right there. Lands on her arm. Starts tightening around her arm. And then all of a sudden, this hawk comes down from the sky, 
and start trying to yank this snake off of her. What is happening with the weather right now for snakes and hawks to be falling from the sky? You're outside, Bill. Snake falls from the sky, coils the arm, hawk comes down. Your reaction? That's wild. Okay, it's going to be a bit more dramatic than that. You, well, it you, sounds like it happened so fast. But at the same, like, you, would you, have you ever screamed? Uh. <laughs> Is that, I would definitely be the four-year-old girl. <laughs> that would be me. I wouldn't know what, what do you do? I need more training. This is, I should have asked Tim Kelly of Apache Solutions. What do I do for this scenario? Because you can't, you don't want to shoot it off of you. There goes your arm. Maybe a blade. Who is that bold though? That's just like Rambo status. Snake falls from the sky, coils up, wraps, and then all of a sudden, quick, grab my blade. Cuts the snake off. Oh, wait, a hawk. Grabs the hawk. It flies you out. You win in victory. You think that's possible? That's got to be, that that story has to exist for someone to grab a hawk and fly away. It's got to have been in a movie somewhere. No take? I ain't never seen it. Never? Mm Mm-mm. If it's like a boa constrictor, are you calm? Like, can you tell the difference between snakes? Are you a good snake connoisseur? Uh, yeah, I'm a professional snake identifier right. expert. So if it's like a boa, are you as worried, you know, compared to, let's say, copperhead? Oh, I can't tell the different types. I can only tell if it's a snake or not. That's it. That's the level of it. It's a snake. That's a snake. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yep. There was one time I was golfing at Burkdale, and... I went into the woods where I frequently have to venture to find my ball. And like, I look up and there is a copperhead hunched back, hunched, hunched. I mean, it doesn't have arms, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's in striking position. Had a quick come to Jesus moment. Thank you, Lord. And I slowly backed up. Didn't attempt to go back in and find my ball. I took the stroke. More likely, I just dropped another one and said, hey, found it. And, and, and so that, that definitely, definitely a scary situation with snakes. Snakes, not something that I, that I want to play around with. Not something, that, not something I'm interested in dealing with on a day-to-day basis. I'm with you there, my friend. So that's weather, that's news. That's the top-notch journalism you get around here. And that's about it. I do have a question, though, because I, I, I look, I'm, I'm not trying to disparage any, any of the male gender who do this. You a big scented candles guy? We got candles that are scented. Yeah. Do you select scented candles sometimes? No. Okay. Uh, sometimes. So the question, Bill, you can take the call. <laughs> we got a call coming in. Bill's going to take the call. Uh, it, it, guys, look, I, I'm not I'm not against locating scented candles. I'm not I'm not against, you know, the sweet aromas that we can produce within our house. Is it okay for for guys? Is it unmanly for a guy to have scented candles like in his home? Let's say he's single. Single dude, you've been talking to him. 
can he have scented candles? And then for and then for the married folk, does your does hubby go and buy the scented candles? Demi loves scented candles. Big fan of scented candles. And and so I'm wondering is is, is scented candles okay for a guy to go out and purchase? be a part of 844 studio Four. hopes on the phone she's got a thought on the snakes hope what's going on why is it raining snakes so much right now hope what's the deal well first of all when you're telling that story i'm thinking no it's not raining snakes the snake wiggled out of the hawk's mouth and all the hawk wanted was a snake and all the snake wanted to do was hang on to something and that was maybe that accident but uh yeah, well, you're going to need scented candles if you've got construction happening at 2 a.m. <laughs> because you need to be able to see. I get, I get, you know, work and let live, but live and let live comes first. And if you don't get your sleep, you don't get to live. So are there aroma you know, candles I mean, that help you sleep? Is that part of, like, the therapy of, like, candles? Is that, like, sleep candles? Well, sure, yeah. Yeah, it depends on the, the base oil. Yeah. That seems dangerous. Like, I was taught you put the candles out before you go to bed. Well, of course you do, but then it lingers enough. But, you know, what can I say? But on this construction, the geopathic stress alone is enough. I'm lucky enough to live next door to a glass place. And I had to say, look, man, 5 a.m., just a little too early to be dumping glass with your trash truck. Well, you see, you You went over there and talked to them. Did they stop? Did they stop after you went and talked to them? Well, it took a minute, but then they just switched it to the other end of the night, you know? And it's just like, my God. But they're better at it now. Um, but like I'm saying, I asked them and they listened. But it, that shouldn't just be a, a, a courtesy thought in the first place. And then the other thing you have to worry about with construction at that hour, the lurkers. There's people that break off from the edges. And when everyone's sleeping, they get a lay of the land. And I'm not talking the land they're working on. So, I mean, there's a reason for some things. This is what I mean by this can happen or it can happen to us as this is growing out here. Okay, you were lucky enough to leave California before it got really bad, okay? So there's just, the human aspect has to stay in place or we're gonna just have a bunch of PTSD people running around. Are there aromatherapy candles that help with sound? To help with sound, no, I wish, I don't know. That one, I don't know. I guess it'd be your tea tree oil base because tea tree oil is an anti-fungal uh, and uh, all this electromagnetics kicks up the fungus levels of things. Your molds grow faster, all that stuff. and your ears can just get plugged up and don't get me started on how people are using sound, light, and vibration right now because everyone thinks they're Tesla and they didn't have the same heart as the man. I don't know what to say. You're going to get me rolling. <laughs> are you saying Tesla's Tesla's cause PTSD due to the sound vibrations that come from them, Hope? Is that what we're saying right now? No, I meant Tesla the man. Everyone's like wooing it on Tesla. He's still uh, getting ripped off, just like the Edison with the mouth. I know? thought you were talking but about cars. I thought you were talking about cars, Hope. I'm no, sorry. Well, that's an electric car. No, that's an electric car and it's a Tesla. You're right. But the electromagnetics of everything going on. And then if you have you ever lived next to a place that's getting developed? Because guess what? Those people get to go home. Yeah. And then you're still at home and you're like, you know, that's the difference. These people, I get it, you know, work and let live. Everyone needs a job. But live and let live comes first. And the people come, they do their thing, great. And yeah, maybe my home is going to be worth more later, great. But if I've got health issues that are created by that, that my equity is going to go to, the math is bad. You know, we have to make it so the math is good for this growth because the growth can be good. AI could be good. Isn't live and let live a song? Isn't live and let live a song? Have I heard that before? I'm not sure about that. 
Yeah, I just know it's been a saying for a darn long time. That's and a, it's a good one. It's a good rule of thumb, Hope. We appreciate you, Hope. You having a good day so far? Yeah, yeah, you know, like I said, I wanted to talk about the snake, too, because last week I got bit by a snake. And what I learned about snakes, because I didn't have the money to go to the hospital to make sure it was poisonous or not, I, I wrote it out. I trusted God. And since I've been bit by a wasp before, since it wasn't a, I think all snakes are venomous is my lesson. Some venom kills you and some doesn't, but the venom does feel a lot like being bit by a wasp. Good morning, LKN. We're coming right back. Thanks, Hope. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepis, 848, Bills on the Sticks. Great lineup today. More local content than any other station. Guaranteed. Try us. Toe-to-toe. More local content. We're building, baby. That's what we do around here. Not afraid to shy away from it. Not going to stop. You know when your day really starts? It's at 9 o'clock. Because Pat Shannon comes on. Every day. 9 to 11, host the world-famous home ad show. You got to buy something, sell something, trade something. Maybe you found something. Did you lose something? You got a yard sale, a state sale, some type of event? Nonprofits, where are you at? Call into Pat. He'll give you some love. Looking to get the word out. And you know we've got the events community calendar on WSICnews.com. You can submit your event for free. Tell the world. We want to help you. You got something going on. Call Pat. And here's the cool thing. Pat gives stuff away every day. Daylight donuts. Bill, you need another daylight donut. You know it, baby. Crush a dozen of them suckers. Crush. Maybe a little uh, salad from the boxcar grill. Okay. Maybe, uh, maybe a little coffee or smoothie from Lake Mountain Coffee. Yum. You win the birthday prize or anniversary prize, that's what you get, the trifecta. You eat a little donut, you sip a little something, and you polish it off with a salad just to make yourself feel better. That's not a bad combo on the day. Pat Shannon, the world treasure. National treasure. I, I think world treasure is better, better than national treasure, right? World famous national treasure. Okay, let me get that rhetoric right. There you go, Pat Shannon. 11 o'clock, Representative Jason Sane. So he will be in, in studio today. Last week he, he, uh, he was out, had a little recharge, because previous to that, Representative Sane was in Orlando, hosted his show live from Orlando here on the air because he was at ALEC, a, a, a conference um, that... that kind of brings all these representatives across the country together to learn from each other, to talk about different ideas, what's worked, what hasn't, to gain knowledge to help better North Carolinians and locally here in our communities. We're very grateful to have uh, Representative Jason Sane doing a show here. All things Sane. That's at 11 o'clock. Today, he's got Heather Ryan, Lincoln County School Board Chair, going to be a guest on his show in studio it's a big education day right bill russell talked about he's talking about some of the the school stuff here going on in the north mech region and then we're going to touch on lincoln county school board heather ryan the chair there is going to be on his show all about education a foundational pillar of the community and we want to give lincoln county some love really grateful for lincoln county part of the lake norman family 
beautiful area. A lot of growth happening there, a lot of change happening, a lot of improvements, a lot of stuff going on. Education, a foundational piece. I'm pretty sure Lincoln County is like pretty top as far as education goes too. They're doing some things right. And so I'm excited to hear uh, uh, what's going on there in Lincoln County. Very excited about it. And then later on, we have Todd Starnes in the middle of the day, noon to three every day. Satellite programming. We do give you some national politics for those who are addicted. Three o'clock, then what, what we come back to local, you got Sheriff Darren Campbell on today. The good, the bad, and the guilty. Love hearing the arrest reports. Don't know why I do. I just like, look, knowing that we're getting bad people off the streets. And this is what, this is what Sheriff Campbell said. We had him on last week as a guest on the show. He, he, he is all for giving people second chances, people addicted to things, drugs, that kind of stuff. He believes in providing help, but he's really big and he doesn't shy away from repeat offenders. He, he was talking about some stat, and I, and I'm, and I don't want to, don't, don't quote me on this. It was something like 80% of crime is conducted by like the repeat offenders. And that's a big number. And so he doesn't shy away from repeat offenders and doing what he can to keep the community safe. Big on SROs, school resource officers. I'll be honest, back in high school, I, I didn't really try to like hang out with the school resource officer. Bill, were you friends with our resource officer back, in, back at Hopewell? Um, no, I did not really go out of my way to, to say what's up. I, he was very nice. He was a nice guy. Very nice. Huntersville you know PD. Were you around when they had the, the guy on the horse? I do remember the guy on the horse briefly. Now, the man on the horse. Whew. You talk about intimidating. I told you, one of my m biggest fears, getting kicked in the face by a horse. Mm. One of my biggest fears. I mean, it's 715, and he's coming up behind me on a horse. I spoke with um, one time as part of the real estate show that I do, Today's Real Talk. I spoke with the town manager of the town of Tryon in North Carolina. Their police department, because it's a smaller town like downtown, Several of their officers ride horses. Like, that's, like, what they do. And so the, uh, if you can ride a horse as part of being a law enforcement officer, props. I mean, what if you saw horses galloping down the middle of the road, too? Like, that's the next level. Like, let's bring that back. Downtown Cornelius, downtown Huntersville, downtown Davidson. Horses patrolling. I'm not sure how we got here, but, you know... Horses, I think, are one of the greatest creatures. Right up there with orcas. Right right up there with orcas. I think yeah. more horses in more music videos, the better your pro content's going to be. You know, you got money, but then if you got horse money, whew. You know, I, I didn't realize you were so big into orcas. I almost feel like we learned something about each other. You know that's my favorite animal, are, oh, really? are orcas. That, this is my favorite animal. You talk about intelligence, sheer fear that they strike into other animals in the ocean powerful apex predators they do look great but never intentionally in the wild harm humans like there's not a documented look i know about the whole like jumping on the boat thing i've seen it well, look, they're I'm, organizing I, they're, 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 there's some things changing i'm just saying in the past the guy the guy who did uh um avatar what's his name cameron james cameron james cameron on Disney, there's a documentary about oceans. We love watching animal documentaries in our house. And there's one particular about orcas. And there's this, this scene 
where the orcas have hunted stingray, and the orca slowly passes the stingray to the human as almost like a peace offering of, hey, have some food from us. We appreciate you. And they documented this scenario. Y'all look hungry. Just another example of why orcas, hands down, are the best animal on the planet. Also, stingray, I do not like eating stingray. I, think I, I don't know if I've ever bite. had stingray. I've had a bite. but Chewy? Yeah, I didn't like anything about it. Deep fried? No. Grilled? Uh, I'm not even sure. Well made. Well, <laughs> well prepared, nice restaurant in Chicago. Did not like the stingray. Wasn't a fan. You ever had gator? Oh, I've had me some gator. Love gator. I think we've had gator together. I think we have. I love me some gator. I don't know what it is. It's like it's a little chewier than chicken. Mm. But you throw it like with some spice on it, too. We've digressed completely at this point. Uh, we were originally talking about Sheriff Darren Campbell and the good, the bad, What do we guilty. got on after Sheriff? So after the Sheriff, at 4 o'clock today, like we talked about earlier, Bill Russell, Town Talk, he's the president of the Lake Norman Chamber of Commerce. And so he'll be hosting a show. Again, talking about education. It's a big education day. And these hosts don't, like, coordinate. We don't try to tell the hosts what to talk about. I'm big on that. I think, hey, you're a representative of the community. You're a leader in the community. Focus on the community. And school year is starting back up. So I'm very excited that we're talking a lot about education right now. Again, as you guys know, I'm big on education. Five o'clock, the most local man I think I've ever met, Brian Summers. On the record with Brian Summers, who's crushing it. Doing a great job. Fully supportive of Brian Summers. Yesterday, he had a historian on. This historian has just got all this plethora of knowledge about the history throughout Statesville, Iredell County, probably the world. I mean, like, if you're into history, you're a big history buff, you probably just have such random fact knowledge of things that have transpired. Cool conversation. You can go back and watch that. We, again, digitally on demand, all of our content is available. WSICnews.com. Just go to Brian's page, click on radio shows, and then find Brian, and you can go to his page and watch all of his content from all of his episodes. Or you can listen, because we podcast everything. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere. However you digest content, we're providing it to you. And then following up after Brian every day, Joe Berg. One of the most top-notch sports analysts there are in the game. There was the drama with the World Cup. You know, the girl, the lady who laughed? Can I call her girl or lady? What should I call her? Girl or lady? Woman? Athlete? What's better? I'm not even sure how to answer. I don't know. I, and, and I'm asking what she prefers. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to call her a dude, but whatever she prefers, as far as in in in, in oh, her boy. in her chromosomal gender, I'll, I'll call her that. Uh, she's a lady. She's a lady. Uh, she laughed like after the kick. Like that's been the big drama, right? Like she laughed after the kick. Like this is nothing to laugh at. But it, you're an athlete, Bill. You played professional lacrosse. You played lacrosse your whole life. Sure. There's those moments where you make a mistake and you kind of chuckle to yourself. Right. Like, right. I don't think it was intentional, like, oh, let me laugh this off. Ha ha, I missed the kick. No. Yeah, that's definitely a competitor. She knows right. nine times out of ten she hits that shot. She made, you know, she probably knew exactly what she did as she, soon as it She happened. knew. The moment the, the toe hit the ball, she's like, I know exactly what I messed up on right Correct. here. Correct. I mean, so, like, let's cut her some slack a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, it's a big play. It's a big, you know, but hey, she's in the world team. I get it. But I, I don't think she was laughing like, ha ha, no big deal. No big deal. So that's our lineup for what it's worth. 
So Joe Berg, you want to check him out, the scoreboard with Joe Berg, every day, 6 to 7 p.m. Get your sports takes. He's got some more breaking news later on today from what I hear as well. Good morning, LKN. We appreciate you riding with us today. We'll see you tomorrow morning. We going to be back. We ain't going nowhere. I love you, my kid.